You're listening to Food for the Future on 980 CFPL and 980CFPL.ca. Here's your host, Peggy O'Neill. I'm Peggy O'Neill, home economist and host of Food for the Future. Today's show is part of the monthly series, Food for Thought, in which we unpack some of the big ideas about food in order to raise the conversation level and stimulate lively discussions to find the way forward together. We'll be discussing family farm-led markets with Janan Dean from Proofline Farm, located just outside London on Highway 4. Welcome, Janan. Thank you. Happy to be here. It's a delight to have you here. Janan, it seems that today all roads point to local food markets uh, because of the many benefits, reducing the effects of transport on the environment, access to fresh food, knowing where food comes from. But why is it important that family farmers develop local markets in their areas? Well, we know that the average family today is busier than ever before, and Although there is growing interest in local food, um, people are just crunched for time. And so even if they have a car, people are not able to drive to individual farms, um, nor is that very environmentally friendly either. So bringing together products from multiple farms in one place through a market can help farmers reach more people. And it makes shopping local more accessible, I think, to the community. I think that's a really great idea. And one of the biggest innovations that Proofline Farm has brought to our community, and there may be other communities across the nation and other countries who are listening into the show, that it's not quite farm gate because you have a market and you've consolidated with some um, of your farmer colleagues to provide a range of things, but it's all, it's sort of the one-stop shop, but a kind of a farm gate model. So I'm yeah. really glad that you're here on the show, Janon, to tell us about the innovations and the new business model that Proofline Farm has um, created. But I'd like to know before we get to that, what are some of the challenges for family farmers in developing local markets? Finding the time to organize uh, is, is a challenge um, because the summer is one of the busiest times with harvesting with animal care, also just communicating with the public about what products are available, what's in season, how to use products, and then actually getting the product to the customer. Uh, it, it's quite a job. And my role here has been actually in, in the marketing of our new farm market because I handle the social media, which didn't actually exist for the farm before we started doing the farmer's market. So I've taken some courses through Fanshawe College to build some skills in that area uh, because, you know, when you're busy farming, you don't know a lot about digital marketing or how to actually reach the customers. So um, that's been a challenge for us that we're trying to kind of slowly gain skills in. Okay, so marketing is one of the challenges. And you're right, farmers are so busy from sunup to sundown. And even after sundown, there's still lots to be done. And I know that um, local family farm led markets by that I mean, um, family farmers who have developed local economies and relationships with customers who come and are willing to purchase their products or a collection of products like what Proofline Farm offers with partnered farmers. It's not just what you grow and produce, but you've got some other farmers that you've connected in with. So that type of family farm-led market is really helpful also in reducing rural poverty and hunger. You know, we often think, well, farmers have lots of food, but that's not actually the case. 
farmers are um, many times, many farmers are facing incredible high mortgages and debt loads. They're a lot like families. And while yes, they do produce what they produce, you can't only drink milk, or you can't only eat beef, or you can't only eat apples. And when debt loads are so high, and profit margins are so low, there can be hunger in rural areas for farmers. So how do family farm led markets help alleviate some of that, Janan? Yes, absolutely. I think rural poverty and hunger are definitely not as visible or recognizable as what people living in the city might think uh, for those issues. And some of our big challenges out here are the isolation because of the distances between homes and then also lack of transportation. So people just may not be able to actually get to a grocery store Um, And then they may not be able to afford the gas to get to a grocery store. So um, the distance is a big factor. When we start a farmer-led market like this, we're creating the opportunity for people to buy food closer to home. Um, And that's not just connecting people with the food that's grown in their community, but it's also helping us create relationships with our neighbors that we may not have had the opportunity to do before, um, which can then help connect people and make them feel less isolated. So there's there's huge benefits to having these types of markets. Right. When we hear the word market, we think, oh, economics, the goods are trading. But really, there's a lot of social benefits to it, as some of the ones you just mentioned, where farmers are um, you know, partnering and collaborating. I think that farmers have always been great at that, but here to create some revenue, creating family farm led markets isn't new, but it's very nice that it's coming back. And I love what Proofline Farm is doing and all of the things, as you had mentioned, Janan, that it isn't very visible. You know, when people are hungry in the city, it's it's often visible. We We can see it. However, the farms, 100 acre farm parcels that it's very difficult to know, even if your neighbor isn't uh, really getting enough to eat. So the family farm led markets are really, really important to help reduce rural poverty and hunger and also build those social relationships, not just among farmers, but between farmers and the consumers in their communities, because it really is all about families and all of the joy that food can bring and that everyone has enough to eat each day. I'm wondering on that note, Janan, what ways could the federal and provincial governments invest in either local infrastructure or other supports for family farm-led market development? Well, from what I've heard from other farmers and also in our own experience of doing this, there is just a general lack of resources for farmers that are interested in creating a market like this, or even just doing farm gate sales of their own product. Right now, it seems to be left up to each individual farmer to take the initiative and do the research, but um, that can create a lot of duplication of time for farmers that they may not have. Uh, So I think right now would be a great time for the government to revise some of the existing resources, um, especially given what's happened in the last few years, you know, this growing interest in local food and also in local supply chains. I think is not really reflected in in the resources I've personally found from the government. So I would love to see some some new things coming out that really reflect the the desire for the from the public to to shop locally and also from farmers to be able to offer that. I think that's a great idea. And so um, the show airs in Ontario, but there are many provinces and and states also listening into the show that 
what a great idea to connect in with uh, the Minister of Agriculture and uh, maybe others. I know Canada's uh, in the process of developing its first national food policy that I think supports for farmers to family farmers, particularly to create their own farm led markets, I think is, is really, really helpful. And the fact that you are in the business and doing it and can't find resources is a real testament to the fact that we do need some more support from the government in this direction. So we had mentioned about community building and uh, reducing poverty and hunger in rural and remote areas for the family farm-led markets, but what are some of the other social benefits to consumers getting to know family farmers who have created local markets and who are offering unique and farm-fresh products? I think one of the great benefits is the relationships that form. And from that, the trust that develops from having a relationship directly with the farmer. Um, I think, you know, people aren't necessarily used to knowing exactly how their food was grown, funny enough, even though it could have just been down the street. I love talking to people about what we do on the farm and the products that we have. But I also grew up in the city. So I know that people get information from food about food from some so many different places, and it can be really overwhelming. Um, I've been there and I'm still that. I'm still navigating the same food issues as everybody else, what to eat, where to shop, you know, what to feed my toddler, all this kind of stuff. So I tell people that we don't sell or grow anything that we wouldn't eat ourselves or feed to a guest. And I hope that in having conversations, uh, people feel more comfortable and more empowered to, to trust the local food system and, and to support it. Those are excellent, excellent points. And while you were speaking, Janan, I was thinking we had uh, someone from the Canadian uh, Center for Food Integrity on, and he was telling us about some of the research that um, what people trust in the system is food that's grown in alignment with their own values. And so what you just described was you know, getting to know the farmer, being able to ask questions was the beef, for example, grass fed or grain fed or um, where the outside in the winter, whatever it is that you want to know that the farmer will tell you. It fills a lot of the points that consumers are looking for when they're looking for local uh, produce and local product food. So it's wonderful that you're doing this, Janan, you and your partners. And uh, I'm wondering the agri-food industry seems so huge and in many ways it is. However, we're very fortunate in Canada to have a family farmer at the heart of the industry, meaning that most farms are family-led, family-operated, and food is produced by families. And I value that a great deal. And I know that um, there are some risks to that when you look at the average age of the Canadian farmer and the next generation not always having seen the hard life and, and uh, some of the economic challenges that there are or in the hard work uh, that want to do it. So I, I think we're about a generation away from possibly having the family farm model in Canada at risk. So I'd like to know from your perspective, Janan, why should we not just as consumers, but citizens support and invest in family farmers? Yeah, I will say that, you know, we as farmers feel very fortunate that people do shop local and are interested in the local food system in Southwestern Ontario. That really means a lot to us. 
Um, and one thing I don't think people realize is that Ontario farmers produce some of the best food in the world. Uh, we really have a global reputation for growing high quality food. Um, and what's really special is that we're right here in people's backyards. So not everyone can speak directly to a farmer um, and have a conversation about where their food comes from. Um, and one of our goals here at Proofline Farm um, is not just producing local food, but offering agricultural education. Um, so we do offer tours to local community groups like the Girl Guides and 4-H and, and schools, things like that. And that's an area we want to grow more in the future. Um, but without family farmers, those opportunities to learn about agriculture for the next generation are going to be lost. Right. It'll be a very much different view of the food environment and the food landscape. So definitely, definitely need to thank and support our uh, local and Canadian family farmers. Thank you very much, Janan. After the break, we're going to hear more from Janan Dean from Proofline Farm about their local family farm-led market located just outside London on Highway 4. Welcome back to Food for the Future on 980CFPL and 980CFPL.ca. Here's your host, Peggy O'Neill. I'm Peggy O'Neill, home economist and host of Food for the Future. We're speaking about local family farm-led markets with Janan Dean from Proofline Farm. Janan, you were raised in the city. You had mentioned that before break. How did you end up running a family farm market? Yes, so I grew up in London, Ontario in the suburbs. I've always lived in big cities until I moved to Middlesex Centre in October of 2020. Uh, Proofline Farm is my husband's family farm and they've operated this farm for many generations, uh, primarily as a dairy farm. Uh, When when we got married, you know, we were not planning to be involved with the farm. Uh, We were both very passionate about the local food system, uh, but we were working different jobs and we were living in the city. Uh, It was over time, actually, when we saw there might be an opportunity to be a part of modernizing and growing the farm in in a sustainable way, along with my husband's brother, that we decided to move out here and, and take on that, I guess, challenge of of keeping the farm in the family really. So so now we all operate it and we have four generations living on the farm all the way from my son up to his great grandma. So it's a pretty amazing place to be. Wow, and you think of the access to knowledge, not only that you have from your son, um, young person just starting his life through to not just his great grandmother, but her memories of her grandmother and the oral history and knowledge that there is of the land or varieties of crops or the evolution of agriculture over time. It really is something um, really, really special. And I can just hear in your voice, the pride, Janan. And I'd like to know what are some of the values that you and your family put into everything that you do at ProLine Farm? Yeah, I think like, you know, like many people, what drives us is leaving a positive legacy for the next generation. Uh, So even though we ourselves are considered young farmers, like you mentioned, um, farmer population is aging and we're all in our 30s. So we're considered young farmers. We're planning ahead 
to what we think the food system and really what the the global environment is going to look like, you know, for my son and beyond that. So myself, uh, my husband, Steve, and my brother-in-law, Mike, we all share a desire to focus on sustainable practices on the farm, uh, to focus on herd health, and also on agricultural education, as I mentioned. Those um, are the things we all care very deeply about. Uh, we just want people to feel more engaged and more confident in supporting local after they visit the farm. That's wonderful, Janan, and very, very worthy values because there are a lot of worries in, in many people's uh, decision-making about food. And I think knowing someone like yourself who is really invested in the future and sustainable practices and, and education for, for many others is really, really, really important. And moving from values to the business model, Janan, can you tell us about the business model for all the delicious items that you offer and, and what are some of the items that you can buy at Proofline Farms? Yes. Yeah, so our main um, initiative is our online market and our farm stand here at the farm. Uh, we sell our own uh, beef and sweet corn. We also are a dairy farm and we're working towards being able to offer dairy as well at the farm, hopefully in the next year or so. Um, we source products from other farms and also other food entrepreneurs from across Ontario. And everything that we make are things that we eat ourselves and that we've tried and loved. So customers um, can order online and pick up uh, here at the farm. It's similar to a click and collect model of a larger grocery store. And then we also have what we call our honesty wagon that's out um, in the front every day with sweet corn and any other seasonal produce that we have uh, on a first come first serve basis. So our idea is uh, basically keeping in mind that people are busy, but still want access to fresh and local food. Uh, we try to offer that local food with modern conveniences like the online ordering, or we also accept card payments on site and online. Um, and we try to have a lot of signage to help people understand the products and our pricing. Wonderful, wonderful what Proofline Farm is doing. And Janan, this show is called Food for the Future. How can households help support family farmers for a brighter future? We're planning to build a farm store, hopefully next year, where we can offer that uh, agricultural education. Um, and our hope is that, that households will be interested in those opportunities and that they'll come out and take advantage of them. So um, we obviously appreciate when people are able to buy our products, but word of mouth and just talking about local food is so important. I think if people want to see more local food in their communities, they need to keep talking about it and encouraging other people to shop local as well. We also add the humanities, so philosophy, history, and creativity to today's food dialogue, Janan. And how can these approaches apply to what you do at Proofline Farm? Well, I think sometimes we talk about agriculture in a very practical and functional way. But food is really such an emotional part of our day-to-day -day life. You know, my background, I've studied anthropology and social work, and that's where a lot of my um, guiding principles around food have been informed from. There's just a universal significance to this idea of breaking bread and this idea of sitting together at the table to share a meal 
and to create relationships with other people around that. And we are just honored to know that our food is a part of that for people in the community. We try to offer things that we feel people will enjoy taking home and sharing with their loved ones. It's a real way of life, not just the the livelihood of the farmer, but the, as you had said, breaking bread. There is something universal about that. And it's wonderful to hear you say that. And I know I'll be thinking about it long after the show. And I hope that some listeners do as well. Janan, do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, I will say as someone who grew up in an urban setting, I know that it can feel overwhelming to know how to shop local and where to go. My advice, start with small changes and look for local versions of things you're already eating. I think every dollar that people spend on local food can have a really incredible impact, even when it's hard to see that as an urban consumer. What a great way to uh, finish off a great show about Proofline Farm, just north of London on Highway 4. Thank you so much, Danan, for our inspiring conversation today. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. Today on Food for the Future, we've been speaking with Janan Dean from Proofline Farm about local family farm-led markets. Each week, we leave you with something to talk about and something to do. Something to talk about, how could you help a family farmer by purchasing local products? Something to do, visit prooflinefarm.ca to find out more about the family farm, life on the farm, and delicious local products. Next week on the show, it's Waste Not. We'll discuss innovations in food and organic waste management with Laura Gibson from Stormfisher. I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill, home economist, and you've been listening to the show, Food for the Future. Thank you to our platinum level sponsors, Burn Bray Farms, Eggs for Life, and the Middlesex London Food Policy Council. Food for the Future with Peggy O'Neill airs every Saturday at 830 on 980 CFPL and 980 CFPL.ca.